Welcome to another episode of the AAA Northeast Podcast. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is John Paul. I'm AAA Northeast Car Doctor, and this is another Conversations With. And this conversation with is with uh, John Mayer. He is a pretty interesting guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a black belt in karate and an auto theft expert. John, welcome to AAA Car Conversations With. Um. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Uh, first off, uh, a little bit about you. You have a website uh, that you created and a book that you've written. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. The book that I've written, um, I got the idea actually off of my old karate instructor. He did a rape awareness seminar, like a book on that. So I took one aspect of that, being alert of your surroundings and many moons ago, I used to work for Geico in the auto theft department. So I heard everywhere you could steal a car. So combine the passive mentality of martial arts with being an auto theft examiner and blend it together. Because after doing research on the subject matter, because I contacted a lot of different insurance companies and they only scratched the surface, but they don't mention on how to prevent carjackings and a lot of other things. Well, it's sort of interesting since, you know, since you and I have talked a little bit, we actually did at AAA uh, a news release back about a month ago, and vehicle thefts have jumped on, jumped in Long Island and elsewhere this year. And a police and the police say the trend is, you know, somewhat attributable to the coronavirus. And uh, people that haven't owned a car in a while have went out and purchased cars, and they're not in the habit of doing some of the simple things like just locking locking the keys in their car. I mean, locking their car and taking away their keys. Some people are leaving the keys in their car. Some people are, you know, hiding the keys underneath the seat or something. Uh, but according to, um, according to some of the numbers that we've looked at, auto theft went up about 35% from 2020 to 2019. And, uh, you know, there's more cars on the road, less people are taking public transportation, more people purchase cars, uh, Used cars were in really short supply in uh, April and May and June of last year. So this kind of, I think, all rolls into that together. So um, as a um, expert in the field of auto theft, let's talk about that first before we get into carjacking. But as an expert in the world of auto theft, um, it, you know, it's, it sounds simple, but uh, people don't always lock the cars and take their keys, do they? Uh, no, like the issue is a lot of people come back to days ago, especially with the key fobs. And that's like a whole different realm from when I used to be an auto theft examiner, where people just have the metal, old fashioned metal keys. Um, but now with the key fobs, um, in order to prevent hacking to them, you got to like wrap it up in like loom foil hmm. and um, to prevent people from. Uh, hacking into uh, by using the radio waves. Had a joke with you probably haven't heard the word Faraday cage since you were in high school in a high school science class. And now all of a sudden it's, yeah, you need to, you know, just like you would take a, a fast lane transponder and put it in a, put it in a little pouch. So it only works when you want it to, you want to have your keys that work that way. And I was talking to somebody who a couple of years ago had a car with a, with push button start, and they're like, I just leave the keys in the glove compartment. I leave the key fob in the glove compartment. Nobody can see it in there. And nobody knows whether, you know, keys in the car or not, uh, you know, different than the old days of leaving the key hanging in the ignition. And he's like, that way, I never have to worry about losing my keys. And I said, 
that way all you need to worry about is losing your car, right? You're just leaving your if you're yeah, just leaving those, the key fob in the car. Yeah, I don't want to lose any of those key fobs, even though I don't have a yeah. car that has one. Those things could be anywhere from like on average 200 all the way up, depending yep. upon what type of car. Yeah, I know BMW has BMW has a key fob that I think it looks like a little tiny cell phone. It looks like half a cell phone and, and it's uh, crazy expensive and you need to, it's so complicated. You need to plug it in every night to charge it up because it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's that sophisticated. So yeah, it's, it's crazy what some of these fobs do. And from a road service standpoint, we also know that people who keep their key fobs close to their car or in their car, the, the cars don't shut off all the way. And we know that, uh, you know, in some cases, somebody who hasn't driven their car in a week, but their keys are on their kitchen table, 10 feet away from their car. The, uh, the, the car didn't completely go to sleep and they go out there one day and it doesn't start because the battery's dead because it, the car thinks that you're about ready to get in and drive it away. So it is kind of this combination of things that happen sometimes. You know, what are some of the other simple things people can do to help prevent car theft? Basically, um, not leave anything in like in plain sight, like in the back seat or in the front seat. Um, well, like just say if you're at the gas station, like for the women, when you're pumping the gas, take the key fob with you uh, out of your pocket, like take the pocketbook with you because somebody might jump in when you're pumping the gas. Uh, that's like one scenario. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. Anything that uh, even even I guess driving, you know, as simple as driving with the windows down on a nice day, mm -hmm. um, you know, somebody who has a computer bag or a purse, you know, it shouldn't be on the it shouldn't be on the passenger seat. It should be, if anything, it should be tucked on the floor somewhere where somebody walking by, you know, while you're stuck in traffic, just doesn't reach in and grab that bag and run off with it. Right. Correct. Like um, never have anything like clear view, maybe put it underneath the passenger seat or something. Or um, like another thing is, I just say when things were normal, you know yep. what I'm saying? Uh, if you go to those during Christmas time, um, like if you're like, just say a woman, um, use a valet service at the uh, the shopping malls because like the parking lots are filled to the brim. You don't want to yep. be like walk like almost a mile to your car. Somebody could like um, take your car keys, carjack you and whatever. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, so what you pay the service like five dollars um, to have your car somewhat nearby, yep. something minor. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And and the other one I heard about too is people that are fortunate enough to have garages and have garage door openers. Mm -hmm. uh, your garage door opener is basically a key to your house. And if somebody actually gets into your car, grabs your garage door opener, looks at your registration or insurance card, all of a sudden now they know where you live, and they they can. They can zip over to your house with your garage door opener, open it up. And a lot of people, that door between their garage and their kitchen, they, they don't lock it because of convenience, because they think, well, I got the garage door locked. But in fact, somebody can get right into your house that way. So even having something as simple as a garage door opener, tuck that away. Don't have that out in the open either, right? Correct. Also, another thing is like uh, a lot of times people have might have like two or three car, separate car keys onto one keychain. Never have them together because um, if somebody happens to get their hands on that, like steals your that car number one with all those keys, they'll go back to your house and take the other two cars. Yeah, uh, good. Certainly, certainly a good point. And avoiding carjacking, and um, you know, it's something that we still unfortunately hear about to this day about people getting their cars stolen. 
mm-hmm. and well, either getting pulled out of them or whether they're in them or, you know, crazy things, their car got carjacked and their little kids still in the back seat kind of thing. Um, and it's really sort of about, you know, having your uh, kind of extra spidey sense kind of thing going for you that you really need to be aware of your surroundings, right? You need to be paying attention to what's going around, going on around you, right? Correct. Um, like I just, about a month or so ago, there was a carjack in the town I live in, Wontor, um, right on the lady's um, driveway, like just a few blocks away from me. And, and Wontor is a, a relatively safe neighborhood. So, yep. But I think, I think everything stems from this um, virus, because think about it, if you're not um, collecting unemployment, if you're not co- getting food stamps, um, any public um, funds, you're going to be desperate and um, steal just to put food on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for people that are traveling, that people are out, that people are concerned about being aware of everything that's going on around you. Um, what are some simple steps people can do to prevent carjacking besides what sounds pretty simple, you know, look around before you get in and out of your car and lock the doors and make sure the windows are up. I like one simple thing um, is like, sometimes you might be at a shopping mall. Okay. Like um, if you notice people like sort of um, following you, then go back inside, or there might be a van with sliding doors park right next to you. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you feel a little jittery, and go and see if there's security to walk you to your car or something. So small so things like that. So it really is kind of trusting your own sort of internal instinct about, uh, about what's happening around you. And, you know, don't ignore that, that sixth Correct. sense of, uh, you know, something bad could happen. Right. And also have, uh, instead of like just having tunnel vision, like playing with your cell phone, you know what I'm saying? Just like, um, play with the cell phone when you're locked into the car. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and have your car keys out. You know what I'm saying? Like the advantage of most of the car keys now is you got the clicker. So like if you sort of mis- uh, forgot where you parked your car, you hit the clicker and at least you know where the car is. And, and if you see some, you know, somebody kind of hanging around either you or your car, what do you think about the idea of hitting that panic button and having the car alarm go off? Just to nothing. try to get, get someone's attention. Uh, nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing anything to harm the other person. Right. But it'll just uh, scare them. And like nowadays, um, you got most retail stores got cameras around them. So like unless a person has like a uh, baseball cap, sunglasses, and a, well, nowadays everybody has to wear a mask. Right. But um, you know what I'm saying? So like um, it might be a little bit more difficult to identify the person. But like going back a year and a half ago, it would be easy to identify somebody because uh, the whole face is identified. Right, right. And is there ever, is you have to just realize it's just a car or it's just your bag, your computer bag, it's just your purse. You never want to fight with anyone over your car or your pocketbook, or your laptop, right? It depends upon uh, the, like, depends upon, like just say if I'm with, uh, my kids, I'll be like, what? I'll give up everything. If I'm by myself, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Well, you, and, and you have you have skills that maybe not everyone has, and that might be part of it too. But if somebody wants to rip me out of my car, drive away my ten year old Volkswagen, uh, I'm not fighting with them. I'm giving them. I'm giving them the. I'm giving them the car. You know. So, uh, but yeah, it isn't worth. It isn't worth uh, 
you know, if somebody's that desperate, um, you know, people have to consider the right thing to do, right? Uh, which is more important, yeah. Uh, your life or your car. I'd yeah. say my life is more important. Yeah, exa exactly, exactly. And um, good, good point. So, you know, when we look at these things, and, and again, your website is, um, give out the name of your website again. Uh, autotheftbuster.com. So it's autotheftbuster, no S at the end, right? Dot com. Correct. And, and that's and that's how you and that's how you find it. And there's besides the fact that you can find out more about your book, uh, there's a lot of good information on there about uh, just preventing uh, uh, car theft too, right? Uh, yeah, I even uh, this is like a um, this is for women and actually men. I handled one claim, um, and the guard took home a female who was a prostitute, and um, the female spiked his drink but at that time there was no uh, nothing to really detect if the drink was spiked mm. um so he got up like five six hours later realized everything in his apartment was taken like all his yep. financial stuff car keys were taken and he was embarrassed to admit that um what transpired yep. to him so um uh, but nowadays with women like just say they got fingernail polish or uh, stirrers and straws that uh, change color if um, if the drink is spiked mm. to uh, drug somebody. So um, that could help prevent the situation from occurring. Yeah, absolutely. So so it is it is a little bit of a kind of a, a Boy Scout motto of you know plan for the worst, hope for the best when it comes to stuff like this. So you know even though you might think you're in the safest neighborhood in the world. It's still the idea that you should lock your lock your car every time, uh, take your keys, uh, take all the valuables out of your car, and just plan for you know. Well, it my car doesn't get stolen today. Well, that's a good thing. But always always plan on thinking that well, it's a possibility. So lock the car, right? Uh, yes, you could lock the car, but of uh, the people that have the key fobs. If the key fobs are just say by the front of the house, like just say by the, yep. like one room or something, and it's near the driveway, and uh, even though the car is locked, a hacker could hack into the key fob uh, and start the car. And um, then the next morning you wake up and surprise, you don't have a car. Yeah. Even though that even though that your car um, was locked, the key fobs in the house, and um, the people are a little surprised, but. Yep. Uh, the thieves are getting a lot more creative nowadays. Yeah. So can can if I don't want to wrap my my keys in you know aluminum or lead foil, can I put them inside my refrigerator? There's a plus and a negative side about that. On the plus side, uh, the person won't be able to um, hack into the key fob. On the negative side, uh, you might have a problem to start the car because a lot of times the key fobs, the batteries get drained if it's way too cold. So don't put them in the freezer at least. Yeah, like if you have like by yourself like a metal box. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So um and just keep it in there. Yep. No, that 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 makes sense. And and don't don't put them in the microwave either because you might forget and turn the microwave on and you'll have microwave you'll have microwave keys. And that wouldn't yeah, and that'd be very yeah. expensive. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be I have to replace the key fob and replace the mic. Exactly. Replace both of those Wait. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right. so, and so it, it is, um, how about things, how about some of the anti-theft things? I mean, years ago, there was bars that you could attach to the steering wheels or hooks you attach to the steering wheel or the brake pedal. Um, 
or just sophisticated alarm systems. Do those things work? Do they help? Do they do they scare the thieves away, or is it or is it just one more thing that's easily defeated? Uh, like just say the steering wheel locks. There's pluses and minuses. It'll slow a it'll slow the average thief down, but a professional they'll just use a hacksaw, cut the steering wheel, and the whole steering wheel lock will pop right off. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so the only thing about those might be that if there's a, if there's two identical cars and one has a steering wheel lock and one doesn't, chances are the thief might go to the one that doesn't, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a, I handled one claim. Uh, this was years ago. Um, someplace up on the North shore of Nashville County, uh, the thieves were very creative. Um, they acted as valets for, ah. for a restaurant. And they ended up they ended up taking eight to ten cars at once. So when the people came out, um, it was a little problem. Uh, a the restaurant did not have a valet. Yeah. And um, and at that time, it was not too many vehicles with tracking devices. So basically, within like a half an hour or so, eight to ten cars was taken. They were probably already in a chop shop uh, since it was like right by the border of uh, Nassau and Queens. They probably went to like one of the ports or a local chop shop. And started like um, breaking everything up where a car sometimes the value increases dramatically if you strip it down to the last volt, last mm. volt especially with the airbags and uh, the trainees and so on. Yeah. And, now, if it goes on, and uh, some of the high end vehicles could be a nice taxi or a limo down in South America if it ends up on the ships. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, I think, you know, probably half the world has seen the movie either in one version or another, gone in 60 seconds, where, you know, it it shows the thieves running up to the car and magically getting the car going. And, you know, you know, they're able to start a Lamborghini in two seconds because they got some kind of computer box that does that. How much of that is Hollywood make-believe and how much of that kind of gone in 60 seconds stuff is true? Possibly, um, especially with the hacking nowadays. Like if the, as I said, somebody had, if the person has the key fob, near the vehicle to say like maybe 50 feet away anything's possible within like a minute two minutes so if i see nicholas cage coming up to my car i should i should make sure i have i got the keys locked right uh yeah put it yeah. away and um yeah. but then in turn you could do the old-fashioned way just flap at it yeah or yeah. tow truck it yeah yeah well that's that's a good point if somebody if somebody wants your car badly enough they're gonna they're gonna pick it up and take it away and like you said, it's sometimes not even just the car. It's the stuff in the car. Uh, in the last week or so, I think I've gotten emails from people about catalytic converter theft is all of a sudden an issue these days because a catalytic converter can be worth a couple hundred dollars in the scrap metal market. And people right. are going out and they're starting their cars and finding out that all of a sudden their car sounds loud and they think their muffler fell off. But in fact, their catalytic converters Missing in the same thing with vehicle theft, the glass and the catalytic converter and the airbags, you know, all those pieces all added up together can be worth more than the car. Correct. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So again, the the website and the book is Auto Theft Buster, right? Correct. All right. And uh, John, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your day and joining us on uh, AAA Car Conversations with. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the AAA Northeast podcast. For more information about AAA, go to AAA.com. 